welcome to episode 65 of The Route, presented by Jobs in Sports. The Route is a glorified sports business coffee chat that has a new guest every episode as they share their experiences and route in sports. I'm Christopher Nascimento, and let's get started. On today's episode, we have a pretty interesting guest where um, they're actually working for a company who you wouldn't expect to be located in Canada, so it's pretty interesting, and it provides a pretty cool perspective of the different opportunities that are um, available, right? You don't always necessarily need to maybe go to New York or, you know, somewhere in the States or even go to here for specific positions as, you know, some of these large leagues, clubs, whatever you want to say, brands, um, they have offices all around the world. So this is a pretty interesting podcast and uh, we'll dive into that shortly. Before we do so, as always, just a few things to cover. First off, if you haven't already, follow us on social media at the route sports that's on instagram twitter tiktok facebook and linkedin you can uh, you know find us there and that's where we'll we'll tag our our guests and maybe you can connect with them if uh, if you see fit and additionally the other thing is oh yeah if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet please do so depending on the platform you're on you can subscribe you can follow all the good stuff as we really appreciate that and beyond that as well depending on your platform i know for apple for sure take a few seconds and just rate five stars on the podcast as it allows the podcast to become more easily discoverable the more discoverable it gets the better guests we get the better guests we get the better information you get it's a win-win-win it's a great scenario for everyone so do that for a few seconds here good got that perfect um yeah that's about it the only other thing i'll maybe add is we're looking at maybe switching some things up, I'd say, in, what, two weeks, where maybe we'll be introducing um, video podcasts as well. So they'll still be available on all, I think, 10 podcast platforms that are just doing audio. But we may be looking at going on to YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook with the... With the um, with the podcast as well so we'll see how those go you'll be updated with each episode so um stay tuned for that but for the time being let's uh let's just get into today's episode i'd now like to welcome someone who has dove into the sports business industry head first from a sport and event marketing certificate to interning at tsn to now working as associate manager of events and marketing at nfl canada Rachel Farrell, welcome to The Route. How's it going? Hello, Chris. I'm well, thank you, and, and thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for, thanks for joining us. Um, yeah, the way I like to start every single podcast is just, you know, take us through your route. So um, where did you go to school, and how did we get here today? Sure. Um, so I went to the University of Guelph. Um, I have an honors Bachelor of Commerce, um, mainly studied marketing, um, and Growing up, my family, we were a very big sports family. Um, I can just remember sitting down in front of the TV and watching every single Toronto Maple Leafs game. <laughs> um, big hockey family. My older sister played soccer. I ran track. I mean, you name it, someone in my family attempted to play it. <laughs> um, and so I just remember always as a young girl watching sports is how do you – there are people behind the scenes that make this happen. How do you become one of those people? And I never – understood how that worked, um, but it always kind of fascinated me and that really sparked my passion really young. Um, and so 
once I graduated um, from the University of Guelph, um, I did work a little bit part-time there in the athletics department. Um, and then once I graduated from Guelph, I moved to Toronto to do the George Brown College Sport and Event Marketing Program. At the time when I went to, or when I was looking for sports programs, there were not a lot of options um, in Canada. I mean, it's, it's a lot different in the States, but especially being in Canada, there's just felt like there weren't a lot of options. And so this was the one um, that best fit me. Um, and it's only a one-year program, and I was not one to want to do another another three years after doing my undergrad. So I enrolled in that program, and it's a year. And in that program, the four months, the middle four months is an internship. Um, and as you mentioned at the top, I got my internship with TSN. Um, and the time period that I was there was January to April. Uh, and Bell Media owns the broadcast rights for the NFL in Canada. And so I worked very closely on playoffs and Super Bowl. Uh, so I got to know the NFL brand very, very well. Um, I worked on it day in, day out um, for a while. And then once I went, I finished my internship. And then once I went back to school, the NFL was actually hiring. Um, and then they offered me a job in July of 2017. And here I am now, <laughs> 2021. Yeah, that's, that's a great story. And you know, there's a few things I already want to ask just from there, but the interestingly said obviously there's a few interesting things you said but specifically was the question that you said you know growing up you know how do you become one of these people right Mm -hmm. and I think that's a question that at least specifically um students or young business professionals in Canada that's a that's a question that everyone has because I still remember the day that I always knew I wanted to work in sports and Mm -hmm. you say I'll I'll do that eventually and then once you get into university that day kind of hits where you got to start figuring that that route out, how to mm-hmm. how to get there. And I still remember typing into Google, you know, how to get a job in sports. <laughs> yeah, I got no answers. So then, my way of you know figuring it out was was coffee chat. So, um, was your way specifically just doing the certificate and getting into that internship? Yeah, I did the same Google search. I think a lot, I think a lot of people do that. Is yeah. how do I work in sports in Canada? And I think. Um, I think a very common misconception of the sports world, and at least in Canada, is that, okay, if I want to work in sports and I live in Canada, I have to work for MLSE. I have to work for the Leafs or the Raptors or the Jays or whatever it may be. But now being in the industry and in the in Canada for so long, there's it has definitely opened up my eyes to um, the large number of opportunities that are out there. And I don't think... Um, students who are coming out of school really understand, because I know I didn't understand mm-hmm. really the level of opportunity that is out there. Um, and I, I do think that's that's kind of specific to Canada. Um, it's it, The American market is is much different, um, as you know, but um, there's, a, there's a narrow lens, I guess you could say, um, when you're trying to look for a sports job in Canada. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with that. And maybe, do you mind diving into that detail just a bit more where you're saying how there's much more opportunities than you initially thought. Do you mind maybe sharing that so you can you know, provide a perspective to, to those listening? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I even, even when I was looking for an internship, it was kind of, mm-hmm. okay, well, what do I know that's out there? I know that there's MLSC. Um, I know that there's TSN. I know that there's Sportsnet. I mean, those were kind of the typical ones that come, that come to mind right away. Yeah. Um, really now, again, being in the industry for so long, it's okay. There's, we work with, four to five different agencies at a time. And they are very, very involved in our business. Um, We have an agency that helps us with events and with social media. 
We have an agency that helps us with PR. Uh, again, you name it, they're, they're very involved in our business. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also, again, the media side, but there's a lot more to the media side than, than kind of you see on, on TV and whatnot. Um, and then there's, you know, the Canadian Olympic Committee, or there's there's a lot of youth sports too. I mean, the Canadian Tire Jumpstart Foundation, um, stuff like that. You can get on the, the nonprofit side that's very sports integrated too. Um, so again, I, I do think there's a lot of opportunity out there that's outside of, okay, I need to work for a certain team or I need to work for a certain league. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with that. And I think that's been a theme that has been discussed on, you know, podcasts in the past where, a lot of times, right, maybe in Canada, we always think of, you know, MLSE, the Leafs, the Raptors, and uh, maybe some people in the States always think of, you know, the Cowboys, the Yankees, you always think of the, you know, the high-profile names. But as you mentioned, right, when you're talking about how, you know, you grew up playing sports, how you're a fan of the Leafs and a fan of hockey, all these different sports and teams, they need people to be behind the scenes, right, to, to make it happen. So obviously yeah. there's opportunities there. And mm-hmm. I guess just going back to your route now, you're speaking about how you got that um, internship at TSN. So you mind maybe sharing how that came about? Did you find it on LinkedIn um, through a connection, maybe just a Google search? How did that come about? Yeah. So George Brown, they kind of have, they host essentially on an online internship opportunities available to you. Um, and TSN was always one listed on there. Um, I was not TSN's first choice um, as an intern. I don't know which number I was. I don't know, maybe three or four. But um, I think that, then I remember, and I think that this is very common for students. I remember calling my sister and I was like, I don't look great on paper. And I know that. I just wish that someone would give me a shot and give me an interview. Um, and I think that that's really common for students because not a lot of students have um, work experience. So it's always, okay, give me an interview and talk to me and I think you'll like me. And so, um, again, I wasn't TSN's first choice, but once I had that interview, I really connected with um, the two folks who interviewed me. Um, and I it was kind of, it was quite quick. I was one of the last kids actually in the class to get um, an internship and that was very stressful. <laughs> but I ended up getting one and it, it, it worked out for me and it was a really, really great experience. Yeah, and I guess just kind of maybe dive into that experience and then also using the position you're in now. Looking back at, you know, when you're going through those internship interviews, what do you think made um, your interview successful, right, to, to land that position, right? Because you said on paper, like most students, maybe there wasn't, you know, the greatest resume of experience, but what allowed you to, you know, pop out or even now when you when you see interns coming in, what do you find uh, makes a difference? Yeah, this that's a good question. And this is a piece of advice, I guess, or feedback that I give to a lot of students who are either looking for an entry level job or for an internship is when you're when companies are hiring entry level jobs, they know that you're not going to have a ton of work experience. So they're not expecting you to talk about all of the years that you have under your belt. But that's where your um, extracurriculars really come into play. So for me, I was a part of a couple of different clubs. Uh, I also mentioned at the top that I worked a little bit for the athletics department when I was at the University of Guelph. Um, So really play on if you can join, if you have the time to join any extracurriculars, but also if you're a student athlete, talk about that. But that's really where even if you have projects or homework or whatever it is, just talk about project management in terms of, hey, I did this group project X, Y and Z. Um, You don't need to just kind of make up work experience because, again, I don't 
I would hope <laughs> that they're not expecting that from you. But if you do have the time to take on extracurriculars, um, again, if you're a student athlete, whatever it may be, just and that's just show your personality and show who you are. And then I think that, I mean, the rest will work out for you. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with that, where obviously I'm, I'm removed from school now and, um, you know, I'm having podcasts or different calls with various people. And I think in my last semester of university, I had a course called Marketing Strategy and uh, me and my group decided to do our project on Badminton Canada, right? So we worked with a non-for-profit to develop a strategy for them. And I was on a meeting on Saturday and I guess it came up that I did that project in school. And I guess they had connections to Badminton Canada. They knew the guy that I was connected with there. And then, you know, years later from the time I actually did the project, that extracurricular or that homework or that, you know, project that we worked on was actually benefited me, you know, post-career. So I can definitely see, or post-academic career, what I should say. I can definitely yeah. see how that helps, in, especially in interviews. Yeah, that's awesome. And then, yeah. And then I guess diving into your TSN experience a bit more, right? Um, that's something pretty cool that I think a lot of Canadians would be interested in. Do you mind, do you mind maybe just diving into that and explaining what, uh, what came about, you know, working at TSN? And I know you touched on working on the NFL brand there, but what was it like working for a large uh, entity like TSN? Yeah, I loved my time at TSN. Um, it was really fun. I think the cool thing about um, TSN is that, and at least what I got to do, I was the marketing intern when I was there. And when I first started, one of the big pieces that I worked on, of course, was the NFL, but then I also worked on um, some stuff for the World Juniors or NASCAR or even the CFL. I mean, you name it, I kind of got to do a little bit of work on it. And so that was really cool, all the different sports, working on different pieces for each one. Um, but also when I was there, as my manager at the time, he was very um, just open to me working with different departments and, and kind of chatting with different people. And so kind of like what you're doing now is, is having these coffee chats, is doing that um, actually at with people that I worked with at TSN. So I sat down with, you know, the head of sponsorship or the head of events or the head of social and just chatted with them and kind of asked to shadow them for a day or an afternoon or whatever it may be. And I met a ton of people. I mean, as you can imagine, TSN is a really big company. (laughs) So I met a lot of people and I had a lot of great experience. Um, I'm still, and it's, it's kind of gone full circle because now I I lead media in Canada and that is the relationship with Bell. So I I still chat every day with those, that group, which is awesome. Oh, wow. That's so cool because it seems like it came uh, full circle. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah. And then I guess you kind of touched on how, you know, once that internship ended, obviously you you mentioned how NFL Canada was hiring and you got connected with them. How did that process go about, right? Did did you have a connection that was already there from your time at Bell? Did you um, apply through, you know, one of these sports jobs portals through George Brown? How did that come about? Yeah. So once you're done your internship and you go back to school, again, it's that four month period, you are very heavy. Okay. I'm in job search mode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. And cause I, I mean, my goal at least was I wanted to get a job right away. Um, and so I remember looking online and I, I just, I was looking on LinkedIn. I was kind of looking anywhere. And I remember I saw the job for NFL Canada on LinkedIn and I remember the first thing that came to my head is, what is NFL Canada? <laughs> um, and so it was, I kind of giggle at that now, but I remember seeing it and I was reading the job description and I got really excited about it because I was like, okay, this is like, this can't be real. Like, when it, why, how is the NFL posting a job on LinkedIn and why is it in Canada? And I just, I thought it was the coolest thing. And so 
I messaged um, my manager from TSN and I said, hey, um, this job sounds amazing and I really want to apply. I think I'd be a really good fit. Um, you know, can you help me get it in the, the right person's inbox? And so I spent a very long time, very long time on my resume and cover letter and I applied through LinkedIn, but then I also sent it off to my manager at TSN who, who sent it to the inbox of the hiring manager and um, she had reached out to me to get an interview. Um, and so I really hated when people said this to me when I was looking for a job, but it is timing and knowing and having the connections because um, that's exactly what it was. I was very heavily work, looking for a job and I knew the right people. Um, I went through a couple rounds of interviews, but it was that was posted probably in, I would say, May or June. Um, and I was, again, I still had four months of school left. And so I ended up actually getting the job in July and I started mid July, but I still had to finish school. Mm-hmm. So I remember, I don't think I'll ever forget this. I went to my interview and it says like the first line of my cover letter that, Hey, I'm still a student. And I remember she, the, the woman interviewing me looked at me, she says, wait, you're a student. I said, yeah, but I'm almost done. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I was like, I'll make it work. Um, and she's like, yeah, no, we can't have, we can't hire a student. This is a full-time job. And I said, no, I can make it work. Like, I promise you, I will make this work if you offer me the position. And I remember walking out of the interview and I was like, oh, I definitely didn't get it. Like she, I don't, I don't know if she liked that I was a student. I said, I'm almost done. And then um, they actually offered me the job. And I was, I remember being just like completely floored. And so I actually had to go to each of my professors and say, okay, I got my dream job, but I really don't want to drop out of school. Like, I really want to finish this. I'm almost done. Is there anything that we can do? And so I was able to actually miss class for the last six or seven weeks um, of the program. I still to, it was, I would make appointments in my calendar and then run to campus, write the exam, and then run back to the office. And <laughs> that's <laughs> I don't know, crazy. I would recommend that to anyone. But um, the, the person who hired me definitely took a really big chance on me, which I appreciate. And my professors were awesome in the sense that, okay, this girl just got offered her dream job. Let's help her make this work. And so it all, I mean, corny, but the stars aligned. <laughs> it all. No, it, it definitely sounds like it did, right? Where you're saying how you know the right timing, then the hiring manager giving the shot, and then also just you know your professors being, um, you know, flexible, right? So that sounds mm-hmm. huge. Definitely a cool story that I'm sure you're never gonna forget. Yeah. Um, something that you said that was pretty interesting there um, was what is NFL Canada, right? So obviously, maybe some people that are more in tune with football and they follow the NFL, you know. They see the different promotion of the different athletes and the different media rights that you guys have. But do you mind maybe sharing that a bit more? Because that was a question that you even had yourself. Yes. So the NFL has um, an international department, but then we also have various NFL offices um, across the globe, and Canada being one of them. Um, we're based in Toronto. also have an NFL UK, NFL China, um, NFL Mexico. Um, there's And then all of those offices um, have locations on the ground, but then, you know, there's also a team who works on Germany or whoever, whatever it may be. And so there's a really large um, international department for the NFL. And with the number one goal really of growing fandom and deepening fandom internationally. Um, And so it's kind of under a strategy arm. If you look at kind of, if you look at the NFL framework, it's under the strategy arm. And so every international market in a different way, like we have the London games and the Mexico games. And so we don't have Canada games. It's like, okay, so what do we do? Um, And we do a lot of stuff on the ground. We bring players. It's a lot easier for us to bring players um, up to market 
we work with a lot of players. We work with clubs. Um, we do a lot of youth football stuff. And so each market um, has their different campaigns and initiatives that they do to grow fandom in their market. Okay, yeah, that sounds amazing. And definitely I can see an impact, like, right, where I see, um, you know, the NFL is much more um, prevalent, I find, on my socials or even just in the market here, right, where I'm always seeing, you know, stuff about, you know, Lauren Duvernay, Tardif, right, everywhere mm-hmm. I go. So definitely see that. And one of the things I wanted to ask you too as well, right, where you're just speaking on your different journey from, you know, George Brown to TSN and then now at the NFL, but you also climbed the ranks at NFL as well now being an associate manager. So do you mind maybe sharing how that came about as well? Yeah. Um, one thing about the NFL Canada office is that it's very, very small. <laughs> uh, it's seven people. And so um, – the beauty of, of a small office is that you get to do so many different things. Um, at times it is overwhelming, but it's great. And especially being so early on and so young in my career, getting to, to learn so many different things is amazing. Um, that being said, as your kind of job description, I guess you could say, or your accountabilities grow um, and you're taking on so much more, I mean, naturally your career is going to progress. And so I started out as a coordinator of, I forget my title. I think it was like social media and events or something like that. Um, and then I was actually nominated for a commissioner's award um, in my second year at the NFL. And I was a finalist, which was really exciting. Um, and then after that, I got the title of associate manager of events and marketing. And so um, that was that was a really awesome career moment for me um, because taking on um, I mean, I, I started when I was young. I know that. And having all of these people take a chance on me, but then also me proving myself and then that being recognized was awesome. Um, and so I'm still yeah, I'm going on to my fifth season. Um, I'm the associate manager of events and marketing and I lead. Um, our media partnerships is probably the biggest piece that I do. So um, Bell Media and DAZN, I manage our relationships on the ground. Um, that's really my big one day in a day out. Yeah, no, that all sounds amazing. And, you know, congratulations to you, right, where you're saying that, you know, people gave you a shot and you executed on it. So that, that's huge, right? And I guess maybe even just a question that I have myself just about your, your position at NFL Canada, you kind of touched on it briefly about how, you know, it's working with, you know, Bell and DAZN, what, uh, what does the day-to-day look like for you, right? Yeah, um, this sounds so corny, but every day is very different. <laughs> um, so, again, my big one is managing our media partners, but um, I also manage what's called calendar marketing. And so for every tentpole event for the NFL, whether that's kickoff, draft coming up, um, Pro Bowl, playoffs, Super Bowl, I actually take those those events and those campaigns associated to them and localize them for the Canadian market. Um, and then I, I build out campaigns and programs for Canada around those events, whether it's viewing parties or, I mean, this year we had to do everything digital. So we did kind of a fashion tune-in campaign, um, stuff like that. I also manage our CSR initiatives. Um, so we have a partnership with the Canadian Cancer Society, um, the My Cause, My Cleats, I'm working with Canadian artists to do that. Um, and then I also manage all of our digital products in market. So everything around fantasy, uh, Super Bowl challenge, I manage all the campaigns and, and promos around that too. Yeah, uh, that sounds amazing. And 
very cool because a lot of the stuff that you're just touching on like, are the things that I interact with, whether it's fantasy or even just the different events that uh, you guys host. And awesome. I guess one of the things that I enjoy asking to kind of wrap things up is kind of bringing back to more of a personal aspect. Obviously, like you mentioned, you're still pretty early in your career, but you've already done some amazing things. What are some um, moments in time or stories that kind of stick out to you so far? Oh, that's a good question. Um, my passion is really around community and events um, and the CSR piece and the events piece. And so that's what I love doing. Um, and I have what's called a rotational role with NFL events. And so for tentpole events, I'll fly down to wherever they were, whether it was Super Bowl Miami or draft in Nashville. I'm going to Cleveland in a couple of weeks for draft. And so I kind of on the ground um, help with operational stuff. Um, Cause that's where, I mean, in Canada um, we do some events, but it's not really the, how kind of intense the, the domestic events are. And so I go down and, and help with those events, but I think those memories of, you know, being on the field after the Super Bowl in Miami with confetti on the field, I mean, that will forever stick with me. Um, you know, being in Nashville for draft and like all the live music and the energy and all of seeing these guys get all these prospects get picked and it's just so exciting and everyone just the energy there. I think those moments I will never, ever forget. Um, but then from a Canadian point of view, again, I mentioned, I, I love CSR and community and just like helping people. And so, um, every year I try to set aside some, some budget to, um, from make a wish Canada and grant, um, a child's wish, um, that's NFL related. So we did have one boy two years ago who wanted to go to Super Bowl, And so we granted his wish and brought him down, uh, to Miami. And so, Stuff like that. I mean, him and his mom went and like, I still, I still keep in contact with them. They're amazing people. And so stuff like that, I will definitely always remember. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, that's just wild, right? Just, you know, the ability that you have in your position to, you know, change someone's life or even a family's, you know, memories just to, you know, shine some light in uh, some hard times. That, that That's amazing. So very cool yeah. on your end. And I guess maybe more of the last question that I have for everyone is advice you kind of sprinkled some advice throughout the, the whole episode. But um, if we were to go, to go back to a younger version of Rachel, maybe starting off in university or have you sit down with someone that's just about to start, um, you know, their academics and wanting to get into sports, what is something that you would share with them that you think has been very useful in your career so far? Yes, I think um, one thing that I wish – I guess I knew, but I wish I would kind of listen to myself a bit more is that you are going to get no's. You are going to go to an interview or have an interview virtually and it's going to be a no, or you're going to apply to jobs and they, they may say no to you. That's going to happen. Um, don't take it personally and just keep going and keep trying. Um, you have to be really persistent, um, especially if you want to get into the sports world in Canada. Um, it's a very small industry. It's again, it sounds corny, but everyone kind of knows everyone. And so, um, you're going to get a no, just don't let it get you down and keep trying, I think is one piece. And then the second piece, I think I mentioned it, um, near the beginning, but just open up your lens a little bit to not just teams or leagues, 
There's a lot of agencies in Canada who do amazing work that are sports related and you can do um, so many of them. You can have many clients at one time in the sports industry. And so that would get you a lot of experience. And so just widen the lens, uh, be open to more possibilities and just don't let a no get you down. Yeah, no, that, that's some great advice because that, that's something that's almost been a trend the last few episodes and even just calls that I've been having on my own that, that that's what everyone keeps saying, right? Where you're going to get your nose and, you know, keep your head up, right? And actually I had a call with a one of the guests, I think, from a few weeks ago. And he was one of the things he asked me was um, what kind of jobs I've had in the past and how many times I've received no's, right? Because I've done more marketing, accounting type of jobs. So it's not necessarily a sales job where, you know, clients are necessarily going, no, I'm not interested and so on. So mm-hmm. he was telling me a story about how when he was doing his sports management masters at uh, Oregon, how one of his professors told him to just start asking for free things all the time for the purpose of getting, you know, almost accustomed to, to receiving a no. Wow. And he thought it was absolutely insane. And he just started doing this. And then it almost became, I wouldn't say normal, but he, he became comfortable with getting rejected. So when yeah. it came to work or, you know, doing things in sports, or getting even a job like you're mentioning it wasn't as daunting right and he wasn't as fearful of that so that was something he was sharing with me that um i think maybe a lot of people could take away just building on what you said as well yeah i like that cool yeah and then just the thing you're saying about the lens as well couldn't agree more and i'm sure there's a bunch of opportunities you just gotta gotta look for them right so um yeah i I really appreciate having this conversation with you and at least some great advice and different perspective so unless there's anything else you'd like to, to share. Um, thank you for coming on. No, thank you. This was this was awesome. And it was a it was a great chat. And I hope some people found some helpful advice. Um, and thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. That concludes our interview with Rachel Farrell of NFL Canada. So thank you, Rachel, again, for coming on the podcast. Hopefully you guys enjoyed, you know, some great little perspective there that um, you can get where, you know, you don't necessarily need to to move or you can if you want obviously but you know there's opportunities everywhere and uh you never know where uh, where they'll come up so very cool episode i loved it so um yeah hopefully you guys enjoyed and other than that next week's episode is pretty cool as well i think they're all actually cool but anyways next week's episode is um with a sports psychologist so that's pretty interesting where um you know she's dealt with you know teams athletes you know, Olympians, all sorts of things like that, where it's pretty interesting where you kind of, you know, answer some questions that you may have about how the mind works or how athletes work or how teams work. Very interesting dynamic. So we'll get into that next week. But um, yeah, for now, enjoy the rest of your week and uh, have a good one.